boys and girls. Welcome to Bedtime Bible Stories in Bostonian, the Holy Week edition. Did you know that there are no more important stories in the whole wide world than the ones about the death and the resurrection of Christ Jesus? So we're going to tell them to you. But instead of me telling you the stories, you know what we're going to do? We are going to let some of the dads and the moms from Seven Mile Road in Boston, Massachusetts tell them to you. And you're going to love it. So grab your chocolate milk and pull on those footsie pajamas and slide under those blankets and enjoy this bedtime story. Well, hey, boys and girls, I missed you so much, but I really hope that you have enjoyed listening to the stories being told by all the other dads and moms at Seven Mile Road. I go to the best church ever. It is such a gift. And another huge gift to me is this. I get to tell you the last story in our Bedtime Bible Stories in Bostonian Holy Week edition. And it is one of my favorite stories ever, ever in the whole wide world. Do you know why? Well, not just because it's about Christ Jesus, which would be unbelievable and awesome enough, but because this is the story of the Seven Mile Road. Yeah, this is the story that our church up in Boston, Mass., got its name from because it happened on a story that was seven miles long. Can you think about the most sad, most sad, most sad that you have ever been for a few minutes? I mean, you were just down low. Maybe it was because it was a wicked hot day. And your mom or dad said, yeah, I'll buy you an ice cream cone. And you went to Richardson's ice cream and you picked out your absolutely favorite flavor, maybe butter pecan or Reese's peanut butter cup or Oreo chocolate chunk. And the nice person at the counter scooped it on the cone for you and handed it to you. And the first time you went to lick it, it fell right off the cone onto the hot cement. Oh man, that would be sad. Maybe somebody bought you tickets to a Boston Red Sox game and you were going to go and buy popcorn and a hot dog and lemonade and you were going to see the green monster and you were going to sit in the bleachers and you were going to watch the Sox play. And you woke up so excited, but then your dad said something so sad. He said, hey, buddy, I'm sorry, but it's pouring out. They had to cancel the game. Oh, no. Or maybe it was something super sad, like you had a fish tank, and there was a goldfish in there. And you gave the goldfish a name like Goldie or Buttercup, and then... Goldie died in the tank and you had to flush her down the toilet and it was so, so sad. Well, once upon a time, there was two people who had the saddest day you could ever imagine. 
they had watched a man, a teacher, who they loved with all their hearts, be crucified and pinned to a cross and die and go into a grave. And they were so hurt and they were so disillusioned and they were so confused and their hearts were like broken in two. They thought that this man, their friend, their leader, Jesus, was the Christ or the Savior, but now they figured it wasn't meant to be. He was dead. So you know what they did? They put on their sandals, they pulled on their tunics, and they started the long walk home. They didn't live in Jerusalem. They lived in a village called Emmaus, and to get home, they had to walk seven straight miles. Their feet were dragging in the dust. Their heads were hanging low and shaking. Their cheeks were still stained with their tears. They were so down. And just a couple of hundred yards into that walk, somebody joined them from Jerusalem, ran up and caught up with them and said, hey, what are you guys uh, talking about? And they said, what do you think we're talking about? We're talking about the awful thing that just happened, the crucifixion of Jesus from Nazareth, our friend, our teacher. And he said, oh, who's that? What do you mean? What happened? And they said, you didn't know what happened? You didn't hear about it? Jesus, he was falsely tried and betrayed and condemned and crucified. We lost him. And then the craziest thing, some of our friends, the other disciples, they've been saying that he's alive, but we don't even know what they're talking about. And then before he told them who he was, because they didn't recognize him, Jesus in love started to teach them. And he taught them all about the whole story of the Bible was meant to show to the world that when the Christ came, he would suffer terribly and die, but that he would also rise again. Well, you should have seen how wide, wide, wide the eyes were of those two people on that road. They began to understand the gospel in a way they never had before. And their hearts were on fire inside of them with joy and wonder and gladness. And the walk went so fast that before they looked up, boom, they were at the front door of their house. So do you know what they did? They asked Jesus to come in, to sit with them, to eat with them, to sleep over because it was so late at night. And Jesus said, um, okay. And he sat with them and then something wonderful happened. He took a loaf of bread And he broke it in front of them. Now, in one sense, he was just getting it ready so that they could swoop some butter on there and eat it. But in another sense, he was helping them to see who he was. So many times Jesus had broken bread with his disciples. And when they saw him do it this time, their eyes were opened. And they went, oh, man. It's Jesus. 
We've been talking with Jesus. He's, he's really alive. And they were so excited. They looked at each other and they hugged each other so tight and they started to laugh and cry. And then when they looked back, looked back across the table, Jesus was gone. He had left them. And do you know what they did? They were so excited and so surprised and so thrilled that they put their sandals back on and they ran seven straight miles back to the city of Jerusalem and they pounded on the door of the place where the disciples were praying and they said, hey, you guys, you're not going to believe this. This is unbelievable. You're never going to believe it. But guess who walked with us on the seven mile road all seven miles? It was Jesus. And they said, calm down, calm down. We know, we know because he visited us too. And that room became the happiest room in the history of the world. And do you know that we get to celebrate that same kind of happiness in the gospel? Jesus is still alive. His word is still true and strong when you hear it. And his table is still open to us to come and to eat. And when we give ourselves to these means of his grace, our eyes come open to how glorious Christ really is. Well, I hope that this Holy Week and this Easter season, your hearts were just as burning inside of you at the great news of the gospel as those disciples on the Seven Mile Road. All right, it's time for bed. Good night. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to learn more about these bedtime stories or about our church. Just Google Seven Mile Road, Boston.